Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Let's back this up. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, let me get my little beanies. Looking a little goofy. Good morning, everybody. Let's get these lights out of the way. That's a little too bright. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Got my pencils. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Brother Ray, good to see you, man. Good to see you. I hope you had a great weekend. What a blessing to see you. Praise God. Wow. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. This morning, we're going to talk about the Grammys. I don't know. Who saw the Grammys real quick? Anybody watch the Grammys? If you missed it, if you missed it, that's okay. That's okay. You didn't miss anything. Oh. Anything about the Grammys? Anybody watch the Grammys last night? I saw an individual said, Queen Bee just started following. I hope you keep following me because we got a few things to say. God bless. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing good. Amen. Did anybody watch the Grammys? No, watch. No, watch my eyes. Laugh out loud. Amen. The inside of your eyelids you watch. Smart man. Smart man. All right. The Grammys. Let's start off in prayer. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord, with everything that we have, we praise your holy name for you are worthy of all our praise, Lord. We thank you for waking us up another day. We thank you for your grace. We, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your son, Lord. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, the Grammys. So let me get my coffee. As you know, we started this off with coffee. I haven't seen a lot of you in a while. Uh, real quick. Let me answer a few questions. If I can answer them, I will. If I can't, we will double back on that. Do you think people can be possessed by demons? Yes. We see that in the Bible. We see people that were possessed by demons. So, yes, I do believe that. Uh, what's the Grammys? Oh, you know, the, the show. That, am I saying it wrong? It is called the Grammys where they hand out awards to, to uh, uh, people who make music, sing music, create music. Am I saying that right? The Grammys? Good morning. Good morning, Miss Christy. Uh, Christy Lynn, good morning. What does possessed person look like? Um, well, according to the scripture, or I should say we saw a, a couple individuals that were possessed, throwing themselves in the fire. We saw where they were acting like wild people. So, you know, I, I think it can be, uh, um, how can I put it? I don't think there's one consistent pattern of one being possessed, but I do believe that, that, that people can be possessed. And I think that can vary from person to person. Yes. The, the, the award ceremony of Hollyweird. Okay. You just set it all up. Rock, folks, folks, please, those that are on here, you got 226. I want you to hear me out. So last night, Miss Debbie and I decided, good morning, Miss Jasmine. How's the family doing? How's the baby doing? How's that wonderful husband doing? Good morning. It's so good to see you. 
so good to see you. So last night, Miss Debbie and I, and, I, and I'll try to answer as I articulate how I feel about this. Uh, 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 how do you know you're a slave to certain sin? All right, let's just take five minutes and answer a question. Then we're going to get to the Grammy thing. How do you know that you're a slave to certain sin? You are a slave. How do you know that you're a slave to certain sin? You are a slave to that sin. If it is just drug, if it is alcohol, if it's pornography, if it's if it's stealing, if you are a slave to it. But remember, Jesus came to set us free. We do not need to be a slave to sin. We're all no complaints. Thank you. You you just have that attitude of no complaining. And that's what the many things that I love about you and your family. When you are a slave to something, you are a slave. But Jesus came to set us free. We don't have to be a slave to that. That's why we have Jesus. Everything was nailed on the cross. When you put your trust and faith in Jesus, you are not a slave to that sin. Mine is cursing. Okay, I, 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 can, I can understand that. But you know what? You can be free from that. You can make a decision. I am not going to cuss. You can you can. Do you really think you can mess up bad enough in our 70 years lifespan to burn for eternity? Well, what I do believe without Jesus, now hear me out, hear me out. Without Jesus, we can be separated from God for eternity. You think about that real quick. Be watchful of those who add pastor to their names full of self, not of God. Oh, amen. Thank you. Thank you. How do you deal with reoccurring demonic dreams? I pray before I go to bed at night. I study my word at night before I go to bed. And I make sure, I make sure that I plead the blood of Jesus all over my, 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 myself, my family, the house, everything. I plead the blood of Jesus all over it, and I sleep just like a baby. I sleep like a baby. Now, though, you know, it's a lot of a lot of our problems. We we're too busy looking at stuff we don't need to watch. Uh oh, uh oh. We 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 look at stuff that we don't need to watch. Someone said they were fifteen free, uh, fifteen years free of smoking. Praise God. Greetings from South Florida. Amen, South Florida. Good to have you here. I'm asking for prayer for healing. Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus for healing. Lord, you know the particulars, you know the circumstance, you know the situation. Lord, we pray for healing on their body, their situation, their circumstance, whatever it is. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I feel too far from Jesus to reach out. Remember, you cannot be too far from Jesus because Jesus is always near. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But what you're dealing with is the lack of joy of your salvation. All you need to do is call upon his name. He is just and he is righteous and just to forgive. That's all you need to do. Missouri was stationed at Fort Leonardwood for a hot second. Good morning and blessings. Good morning. I love Jesus. Don't we love Jesus? Isn't Jesus fabulous? You're never too far because he is always near. Come on. Praise God. You never can be too far from God. No, 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 no. Now, though, the joy of your salvation, you might be living a life that is contradicted to the word of God and you're not experiencing the joy. But trust you me from from. Hey, brother, how you doing? But trust you me. God is never too far. Here from West Virginia. I love it. Love it. Miss you, Pastor Paul. Miss Holly, we are here. Praise be to God. Miss Debbie, matter of fact, says you need to get on there and do a live. Thank you. I asked for this help because it was the only help I could get. Well, you know what, Miss Christian? Praise be to God. Praise be to God. It is through Jesus that we get a breakthrough and deliverance. Uh, good morning from Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, if I'm right, Air Force Academy, right? Nothing can separate you from the love of God. And that's what the word says. 
That's what Paul wrote. I am persuaded that nothing can separate me from the love of God. Man, just like I look at a mother and their child, you can't, or a parent, we'll say a parent, you cannot separate from army base. Oh, I stand corrected. Please forgive me. I don't want to mess that up. So uh, uh, I look at the relationship between parents and their children. In most cases, not all cases, we'll use me. There's nothing that could separate me from the love of God. And I'm limited or separated from the love of my children. And I'm limited. What about God? He loves you. He loves you. Um, Alabama here. I love Alabama. All right, uh, let's see. Alabama here. What are your fears? What are my fears? I do not have the spirit of fear, but love and sound mind. Why? Because I know Jesus is on the throne. I don't have any fears. I fear no man. I fear no government. I fear nothing because why? I have the, I have the king. I have Jesus. I'm covered by the blood. So there is no fear here. I, at 60 years old, you've lived long enough to realize that my soul belongs to Jesus. He paid the price in full. I identify with Jesus. I'm a child of God. There is no fears. Don't worry about fear. Once again, the scripture says we do not have the spirit of fear, but I have concerns. And I'm going to talk about that when I looked at the Grammys last night. I do have some concerns and we're going to talk about what is your favorite book in the Bible? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Genesis. Genesis is just one of those the books that I've since day one that I've been in love with. Why? Because it gives the origin of humanity. It gives us the the origin of everything that we see, the creation, uh, 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 the creator and the creation. I, I love Genesis. So mm, that that is that goes, man, I'm trying to answer these questions. I'm so sorry. Pastor Paul, recently I was informed about the gospel of Mary. Should it be trusted? I wouldn't dismiss the gospel of Mary. Uh, uh, I would not trust it. The Bible that as we got it, the 66 volumes are inspired by God. We can see that in second Timothy three sixteen. I would not look at a book of Mary. I wouldn't look at any other book that's in that scripture in the subject, in the subject there, there, there are 6,000 manuscripts. And I guarantee you out of that 6,000 manuscripts, nothing can support, uh, 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 the book of Mary. All right. Yeah. Let me hear you talk about gay marriage, please. Okay. What do you want to know about gay marriages? What do you want to know about gay marriages? And you tell me about gay marriages, please. What, what, what is it that you want to tell me about gay marriages? Matter of fact, if you want to tag team, I'll even include you on and we can do that on this and we can talk about it with that, with that, with regard to that subject. Good morning from Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Amen. I love Milwaukee. My auntie Ann lives there and all my cousins. Praise God. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Uh, 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 yes. Somebody said gay marriage isn't biblical. I agree. I agree. Good morning from, from Crestview, Florida. We got Crestview, Florida here. Praise be to God. All right. All right. I want to answer all the questions I possibly can, but I really got something I want to talk about this morning. Good morning from North Carolina. Can you pray about anxiety? Father God, I come in the name of Jesus with this individual that is dealing with anxiety. Father God, I pray that you would bless them with a calm, that you would bless them with a peace, that you would bless them, that they would look at that circumstance or that situation through the eyes of Christ, Father God, that they would do it knowing that God is on the throne, Father God. I pray for them in the name of Jesus right now, healing and restoration in the name of Jesus right now. Amen. Amen. Pensacola is so boring. Don't know. I don't want to judge Pensacola. Uh, definitely a, a, a military town. All right. Uh, Ohio. Praise be to God. We got Ohio. I think I saw. I think I saw Pensacola. Yeah, I did. Cisco. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, Louisiana. All right. There we go. All right. So do you guys want to get on this about the Grammys? Anybody want to hear about the Grammy things? 
And some of you, I'm, I'm going to need some of you to pray for me because we're going to get in there. Good morning. Anybody want to talk about Louisiana, Biloxi, Mississippi? Uh-oh. Newburgh, Pennsylvania. There we go. Yes, please. Yes, yes. Here we go. The Grammys was a hot mess last night. Let me repeat. The Grammys were a hot mess last night. Me and Miss Debbie decided we were going to watch a little TV. And so we started watching the Grammys. We started watching it because some personal friends of ours, uh, she said on her TikTok that they were going to be at the Grammys. And so we, we wanted to see the Grammys just to see what they were there. And uh, uh, not that we didn't believe. We believe they were. We just wanted to see them because you know them and they're at the Grammys. So, of course, we had to watch the majority of the Grammys so that we could get a, a, a bird's eye view because they were right there on the main floor. I am, folks, I am looking at the Grammys and I tell you what, if the Grammys are an indicator, what America is going to be 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, I'm telling you right now, you heard of the terminology, a slippery slope. <coughs> we are at the bottom of that slippery slope. There is a display of, of, of just the morality, the lack, we are, we are, we, we're talking about bankrupt with regards to morality, bankrupt with regards to morality. The Grammy was a display of, of, of the decline of, of America. The Grammys were a display of, of just, let's call it like it is, demon possessed people. Folks, folks, are, are you serious? Are you, folks, if you, I don't care how old you are, I don't care if you're uh, uh, 15 years old or if you're 95 years old, if you saw the Grammys, you saw a demonic presence. You saw a demonic presence. Folks, I'm sorry. I I am, I'm, Pastor Paul, I am a man that, that, that considers myself to, to, to have a heart that's open to receive. Not, I, I, and when I say receive, I don't, I don't condone the actions. I'm just saying I'm going to receive you and meet you where you're at. I'm, I'm not going to, to validate the lifestyle, but I'm going to love you and meet you where you're at. I'm not going to hurt you or uh, despise you or, 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 or gossip about you. I'm going to meet you in love where you're at. But the Grammys was a display of the lack of morality. And if, 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 if this is the future of America. If this is the future of America, folks, we are in trouble. But <clears throat> let me read a scripture to you. Let me take a sip of coffee. Let folks, I, I'm going to tell you when I had to turn it off. Let me tell you when I had to turn it off. I had to turn it off when this dude, I don't even know his name. I don't know him. I don't know who he is, but he got on there singing with a young lady. And I use that term loosely. You with horns on the red, uh, and the name of the song was Unholy. Let's stop. This individual said, How so, sir? How so, sir? You cannot look at the Grammys and you didn't see it. You, you didn't see the evil, you couldn't see the demonic presence. You couldn't see, there you go, that, that individual, Miss Natalie said it right there. You couldn't see the evil presence, the influence. You, 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 folks, young people are watching this. Your, 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 your teenage son or your teenage daughter is watching this and you don't think that's influencing them? 
You no, but some of you probably think, oh, that's just art. That's just that's just what they do. That's just art. That's not real. No, that is real. And that influence is real. And we are allowing that to be piped in. And I'm I had to after that Sam guy, what's his name again? Sam what? What's his name? He sung a thing called Unholy. And you know what? I'll give him credit for that. He wasn't lying. That was the most unholy thing that I've ever displayed. Sam Smith. I had to turn it. Matter of fact, when I turned it off, I went to bed nauseated in my stomach. Look, this person said the music industry is saturated with evil, demonic symbolism. Amen. 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 And folks, don't get me wrong. I love music. I love music. I had a gentleman come by my house yesterday who's our neighbor. He just moved in the neighborhood and he, you know, he thinks I'm real old and I don't know, but I love music. And he said, yeah, I used to work with a group called Cypress Hill. And he was, he was treating me like, I didn't know it, but I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't uh, correct him, but I love music. I've always loved music. I was young and I didn't realize how demonic it was, but now as I, you know, had been a Christian and as I grow in the faith, folks, this is evil. This is evil. And here's the crazy thing. They don't hide it anymore. They, they don't hide it anymore. Uh, uh, the young man on stage with the name of a song called Unholy has, had uh, this the, the sexual innuendos of people, uh, uh, if you will, having sexual activity with them. The red representing the fire, the individual in the cage. The, 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 and, and, and they're telling you. They're displaying. They know where they're going. They know their their destination. They they even declare we are unholy. And we sit and buy those records. We sit and listen to that. We let our kids download that mess. Man, y'all. But let me read something. Matthew 24, 36, 39. But of the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving into marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Folks, I was watching that last night and it was ugly. That was ugly. Every bit of it that I saw. Matter of fact, I had to turn it off. I went to bed with a stomach ache. I went to bed. I could feel the 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 this the evilness. And I'm like, wow. And don't get me wrong. Now, I know my son, my son, like, hey, I'm watching that mess. My son wouldn't watch it. But I know my daughter, she would watch it because she enjoys. Bad Bunny. She enjoys, I, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was, but my wife was telling me she wanted to go. She would enjoy that, but I know my daughter, she would be like, well, dad, you know what? They're just, they're just artists. That's just the way they, that's just the way they uh, 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 express themselves. I get it. I get it. But the problem with that is she's being fooled by the evil one. You are being fooled by the evil one. When you sit there and, and, and watch that, do you know that influences you? Especially, especially us as Christian folks. And I'm guilty because I was sitting right there watching it. And then it's interesting. We saw our friends right before the Sam guy. We saw our friends, right? And I should have shut it off right there. I should have shut it off right. Wait a minute. What's this? I love your shaming or however you spell it. I'm, hey, whoa, stop. Stop. 
I'm not shaming nobody here. You can choose what you want. I'm not, I'm not mad at you for saying that, but I'm not shaming no one here. You can choose what you want. You can choose to look at that. You can choose to partake in that. You can choose whatever you want, but I'm going to tell you something right now. You can choose good or you can choose evil. Let me repeat. You can choose good or you can choose evil, but know this. If you choose evil, be ready and accept what will come your way. Let me repeat that. You can choose good or you can choose evil. But guess what? You may you be ready. You better be ready for what comes your way. Because I'm telling you what, the path to hell is long and it is wide and it's going to be full of a lot of folks. I paraphrase. Come on now. What? Wow. Wow. Folks. That was just nothing but evil. I'm not here to shame people. I'm just telling you as a concerned father. And, and folks, I, 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 repeat, I, I reiterate, I repeat, I love people. I love people. I respect people. I'm kind to people. I choose love is not uh, something I just say. It is something I believe. But when I see Satan at work using people and people that are confused with their identity, their 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 gender, uh, who they are and what they're about. And they're taking the talent that God gave them and they're using it to promote an evil agenda. I'm not shaming people, but I'm calling it for what it is. I'm calling it for what it is. You're taking the, the talent that God's given you and you're using it to encourage people to just run to hell. Run the hell. Watch this. Genesis 6, 1 through 13. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is, in, he, he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants on earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in this earth and that Every intent of their thoughts of his heart were evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on earth and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man who I, whom I have created from the face of the earth. And God destroyed every living thing that breathed with the exception of who? Noah, his wife, their children, and their spouses. Why? Because the thoughts of humanity were continuously evil. Last night, the imagination of humanity was displayed in the Grammys, and it was a disregard who God is, morality, anything. And it was nothing but evil. I'll, I'll, I'll take it a little bit further. Watch this. Let me get something y'all didn't catch. And I happened to be in my room studying my Bible. And what happened? I, me and Miss Debbie, we turned the TV off. I went to the room. Miss Debbie, I guess, you know, we have a smart TV and I guess it didn't go all the way off. So she pressed the button. Now watch this. How many of you, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, young man married to uh, uh, Beyonce. What's his name? I'm old. You know, I don't remember these names. What's a young man married to Beyonce? Anybody? What's his name? Huh? What? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Thank you. Jay-Z. Jenny, good to see you. Jay-Z. 
Did anybody see Jay-Z at that table with all the food? Anybody see Jay-Z at the table with all the food in the middle? Anybody? Anybody? The post, yep, yep, yep. Not him. Not him. Any, did anybody see Jay-Z at the table with all the food? Yes. Yes. Can anybody give me the symbolism of that? Jay-Z in the middle. There's a there's a table full of food. Can anybody give me the 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 symbolism of that? Anybody? He's a demon. Amen. What, what, what was it? Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. Last Supper. That's her sermon. But no, 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 no. I'm sure there are people. Oh, no, they, that was just symbolism. They were, they were, you know, that was symbolism of a, a feast. That was symbolism of, of, you know, them having a good time. And, and, you know, he's a boss. No, they were mocking their scriptures. He was, he was, he was an antichrist pretending he was Christ. Folks, if you don't see it, if you don't see it, I'm sorry. It, it, it's discernment. You can look right Crazy people. Okay, here we go. How it, 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 if you can't, if you didn't see it, it was right there. Look at Luke seventeen twenty six through thirty. The book of Luke. Uh, he said, "Really, bro? That's a stretch. It, it might be a stretch, but that's my observation. That's my observation. You can have your own opinion, but when you look at it, it's right there. See, folks, who say that's a stretch. That's that's a problem." Because if you didn't see it, I, I realize that you don't understand. You don't understand that because you didn't have that discernment. But you can look at it and you can see. You can see it. And see, the problem with a lot of people is we want to dismiss, oh, that's a stretch or you're exaggerating. No, no, it's right there. Now, it must be not must be a stretch because when I asked, I didn't say it. I didn't put it out there. I said, what did it remind you of? And how many of you said the Last Supper? How many of you? How many of you said the Last Supper because you saw it? Because you saw it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't push that on you. I didn't push that narrative on you because they saw it too. So if one, two, three, four, five saw the same thing, is it a stretch or is it the truth? I'm just saying, Luke 17, 26 through 30. And as it was in the days of Noah, because it's referring back to, now we're in the New Testament, referring back to the Old Testament, the book of Luke, who was a physician. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. Now, it not only goes from Noah, now we get to what? In the days of Lot, Sodom and Gomorrah. And what? They were eating, they were drinking, they were buying, they were marrying, they were selling, they were giving into marriage. And you could take the list on. And the Grammys last night were, you know, okay, let's 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 show you something. In in the medical field, we have something called the triage. And in triage, we are going to, if you will, it's the preliminary process in which why you're there. So we're going to look at respiratory, respiratory pulse and so on, etc. So I was triaging. I was triaging uh, the show last night. And folks, we are sick. We as a nation, 
as a people, we are sick. Why do you, he said, you're too old to be so ignorant. <laughs> Woo! He said, I'm too old to be so ignorant. Well, man, if, 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 if this is ignorance because of, 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 of age or whatever you're implying, then guess what? So be it. So be it. So be it. I've been around the block a few times. I, I've, I've probably seen a few things more than you. But what I was looking at night last night was completely evil. And I know some of you don't want to accept it, especially y'all shooting back on me. You don't want to accept it. You don't want to accept it. Why? Because to accept it or, or, or to accept it is to, to yield to the word of God. To accept it means change in your life. Come on now. I know, I know you don't want to hear this. I know you, you had to go put on your steel toe boots because your feet are hurting because I'm stepping on some toes. But I'm telling you, there was immorality. That, 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 that was terrible. It was terrible. And somebody said it. Folks need to repent. And, I, and you know what? And, and I, I listen to DJ, what's his name, getting on. We give honor to God. You can't be in the midst of that and clap and condone and celebrate and pat people in and give honor to God. That don't work that way. You don't, that doesn't work that way. That does not work that way. Come on. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, 1 through 5. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutals, brutal, oh, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. Come on. You can't, and I am sure, I don't know who, I don't know who in that crowd on that floor was sitting back saying, this is nothing but a mess. I don't know. If somebody had to, even our friends that were there, I, I have to hope that they were like, this is just a clown circus. This is a clown fest. This is nothing but a room full of demons. That's it. Somebody asked me from the very beginning, uh, demon possessed. Well, I'm going to tell you what, there was a whole lot of de- demonic influence and there was some demon possessed people. So you got the influence and you got the possessed. It was in that room on that TV. And here we are celebrating it. Folks, come on, come on. Y'all, please, if you didn't see it, you, 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 you had your eyes closed. Look at 2 Peter 3, chapter 3, 3 through 6. Watch this. Knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lust and saying, where's the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continued as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they willfully forget that by the word of God that the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and the water by which the world that then extended perished being flooded with, with water. Meaning people are put the truth behind them. People have have denied the coming of God. They're saying, where's your God? Where's your religion? Where's your belief? Where's all this? And they're just living for themselves. They're living for themselves. Last night was a total display of demonic presence. 
Folks, we are in a rapid decline in all fronts in America. We, 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 are, we are in trouble. If this is, if this is, is leadership, if this is, what, it's sad. It is sad. The, the, it's sad what I saw last night. It was, it was, you, it, 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 like I said, I went to bed. It, it, oh, he's talking about the Grammys for the new people. Thank you so much. It was sad. The Grammys was, I, it was sad. We're in trouble in America, folks. We're in trouble in the world. We are in trouble. It was sad. And here we are buying these people's albums, listening to their mess, their agenda. And, and if I hear one more time, you, there's a universe. What, what did they say? Hang on. Madonna said it best. I think she said she was implying everyone has their truth. What does that mean? Everyone has their truth. But I, I, I understand uh, uh, I, the ideology, but I don't understand how you wrap your mind. Everyone has their truth. What does that mean? Now, I will agree. Everybody has had things happen in their life. I agree. People are dealing with different circumstances in an individual way. I understand that. But I have my truth. What about the individual who was confused about their identity and I want to thank my this person and that person and my mother. Uh, uh, I was born this way, but she and I, I knew I was this way, but she treated me that way. Is that your truth? Because here's the truth. We are all sinners. We are all sinners. That's the truth. We are all sinners. The only credit I'll give Mr. Sam when he said unholy is he ain't lying. We are all unholy. We are all sinners. And the truth is, we are made right through Jesus. That's the truth. That's the truth. We're all sinners. I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. Your neighbors are sinners. Your mama's a sinner. Your daddy's a sinner. Your aunt, your uncle, your grandpa. We are all sinners. And the only individual who was not a sinner, his name was Jesus. That's the truth. And this is why Jesus says, I'm the way and the truth and the life. No one coming to the Father but by me. Come on, man. And, oh, and I'm going to say it like it. Madonna's an idiot. I'm, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. For, I shouldn't have said that. Madonna's an idiot. She up there celebrating those of you who who are rebels and this and that and blah, 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 blah. So now she's just trying to pull you in the cesspool of evil. And here people are. Come on, folks. My, my, my. Look at look at what Luke 21, 36. Watch this. Luke 21, 36 says, watch, therefore. And pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all the things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. The wrath of God is going to come on this earth. The wrath of God. No, you're right. There's, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. But see, I tell you what, as a parent, as a grandparent, knowing that my grandchildren 
could watch that mess and could be influenced by that mess hurts me. Hurts me. Because you want to know why? Let me show you how slick Satan is. Let me show you how slick, slick Satan is. Okay? You can look at those people on there. And I don't care how much money they got. Now, listen to me. I'm going to take a sip of coffee because I need you to hear this. How many of you on here? 432? Watch this. I'm, I'm going to put something on you right now. Something good. Harry Styles. He's hurting. Is that his name, Harry Styles? Yeah, somebody. Question, sir. Go ahead. If I see it, I'll answer it. Harry Styles hurting. Look at Beyonce. She's hurting. Look at look at look at uh 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 each one of them. They're hurting. Look at Madonna. She's really hurting. Why? They're grasping for something they can't get. They're, they're searching for something. They, 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 they look sad. You can see it. You can see past the facade. See, we, we're too busy in America. We think if somebody, uh, pastor, don't worry with them, pray for them. Amen. Amen. You're right. You're right. Richard, you're right. I'm just talking to some folks here that might be influenced, but you're absolutely right. Thank you. I received that. You can see them. They're sad. They're sad. They got all the money, all the, and mark my word, hear me now. Uh, young man, Sam, what's his name? Mark my word, I might be with the Lord by then, but watch where he will be 10 to 20 years from now. Watch. Look at Madonna. Madonna living, living 40 years ago, trying to hang on to the past and not worried about the future. I just dropped something on y'all there. Hope you get it. See, hanging on to the past and not worried about the future. Look at Beyonce. She's so full of herself. She call, she'd probably go home and call herself Queen B. Look at her. She can't even stand Jay-Z. Look at him. Look at him. The list goes on. They're sad. Why? They're trying to compensate. God gave them a gift, so they use that. And then, and then uh, good morning, good, good morning, lamb. Good to see you. They're trying to compensate, but they're sad. You celebrate them because they got fame. You celebrate them because they got wealth. You celebrate them because they have access. But the Bible says, and I paraphrase, a man gains the whole world. I mean, what, what is the point if a man gains the whole world and loses his soul? But they're sad. You can see it. You can look at it. The only person looked like he had some sense in the room, and I don't know where he was at. What's your question? Is Ben Affleck? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, Ben. I'm telling you. I, I I got no praise for Ben Affleck, but I'm telling you, Ben Affleck was looking at people like they're crazy. Look at Ben Affleck was like Ben Affleck's expressions express what I was feeling. He was like, these are some clowns, and and it's funny. The more clownish they could be, the more clownish they could be, the more they were celebrated. Ben looked lost because Ben knew Ben knows Ben looked lost because Ben knows that was a room full of clowns. Uh, he sold his soul. Come on, I'm, folks. I know somebody's uh, Pastor Paul. You, uh, you're stretching it. You stretch, I, I'm just saying what I saw. Okay, this is just one man's opinion. All right, that just this one man's opinion. One man. Uh, what did you think of the Christians' artists? 
singing with Quavo. I don't even think I made it that far. I didn't even think I made it that far. So, you know, I, I, I can't say anything to that. Now, though, I will tell you this. I, I, I tell you this. Um, hope he's still sober. Um, I, I, as a, a Christian man, I would have been in that room with my Bible and I would have been sharing the gospel with some po- folks. That's, that's for sure. But, oh my, 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 I do, I do my Bible. Amen. There's somebody got said, what, what is TPH 208? He just, he, he or she gave us some correction. He said, I do my Bible over my TV. You know what I just received? Pastor Paul, you should have just turned it off and got in your word. I'm going to pick that up. That's what I just received. I, I, I just received that. Come on. Are they, promotion, are, are they promoting sin or talking about their flaws? If you know your flaw, you know that flaw is the derivative of sin. The solution of sin is Jesus Christ. You can talk about your sin, but if you realize you've got a sin, what are you going to do about it? If you realize you're unholy, what are you going to do about it? If you realize that you're in a state that is, is, does not line up with the word of God, what are you going to do about it? Come on. Come on. Oh, my, my, my. I am, I am tired from TPH. Man. Hey, Ty, I, I received what you just said. Oh, come on. I feel, okay. Uh, see. I feel like talking about your sins is almost repenting. No, repenting is, Lord, forgive me of my sins, for I am a sinner. I have fallen. Look at Psalms 51. It wasn't just talking about it. It was talking to the Lord saying, Lord, I'm a sinner and I've sinned before you. My sin is ever before you. I forgive me for I'm a sinner. Just to be talking about it. No, they were celebrating it. Once again, the young man with the horns on and he, I'm sorry, maybe it was a stretch, but he was giving you the symbolism of hell. He was celebrating hell. The young lady in the cage, she was, or the individual in the cage who said they were something else, but they were symbolism of hell. You know why? Because we don't take hell serious. We don't, come on, folks don't take hell serious. You know why? Because, because uh, media or uh, uh, marketing has identified as Satan as uh, a cartoon character on a hot sauce bottle. Or the good angel, bad angel. But hell is real. Jesus talked about hell more than anything else. And without Jesus, we will be in the presence of hell. Separated from God. Why? Because God is a righteous judge. Let me tell you all a story. I told the church yesterday. Let me tell you a story. Hell. Hell is separation. Or I should say, uh, 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 because I believe God is everywhere. But hell is a place of gnashing of teeth for eternity suffering because a righteous judge who I cannot be in the presence of sin sends you there. But wait a minute, I'm sorry. He didn't send you there. You send yourself there because you made a decision because that same righteous judge gave us a way out through Jesus Christ. Now I want to tell you a story. Hell is outer darkness. William Shatner If you remember right, William Shatner went to space. You can look this up, Google it. He went to space. And he he talked about, thank you, thank you. He talked about looking out of the window of the capsule or the, the, the spaceship, whatever you want to call it. And he said, when he looked, the blackness 
was so intense and so deep that fear came over him. He said when he looked out the window and he just saw nothing but blackness. There was no reference point. There was no there was no light. It was just nothing but blackness. And he said fear came over him. Why? That fear, that fear that he felt to me was that 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 internal voice letting him know that this is the future for those who do not have Jesus. Now he didn't he didn't say that, but I believe that's where that came from. That that he had this internal compass in his spirit, in his heart, that he when he looked at that blackness, he said, fear. Fear. But then he said, but when I looked and we saw earth and the lights and the illumination, he goes, I was comforted. You can look this up. It's there. He said it, not me. I'm never making this up. He said it. My point is this. When we don't have Jesus, we have the spirit of fear. When we don't have Jesus, we live this life. We live a life that is what the Grammys was last night. We just do whatever we want. We don't care what people think. We don't care. Even, even what's his name? Bad Bunny. Someone was comment. The commentary says, Bad Bunny says, I do whatever I want. I don't care what you think of me. Now, to some degree, you should not, you shouldn't care what people think of you. But he's taking it so far where he says, I do whatever I want. I don't care what you think of me. And then the young lady says, he wears dresses. He does this. He does that. And she said, and I quote, as a queer woman, he's a breath of fresh air. She said it. I didn't say it. That's what she said. Why? Because God has given them free will to do what they want. But in their fear. Just like William Shatner looked out that window, they will see the blackness that will come to them and they will be separated from God for eternity. And I know some of you, what a loving God sent his, yes, because a loving God gave you an out and that out is name Jesus. A, a, a righteous, just God will judge, not like man judges. You know, men can be influenced by money. Men and women judges can be influenced by lobbyists, power. Men and women judges can be influenced by, by, by popularity. Where's that little sign of my thing? Never confuse the will of the mighty God. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, never confuse... The will of the mighty God with the majority. Some judges can be moved by the majority, but not God. God answers to no one. He's a righteous judge. And a righteous judge will issue the righteous judgment. And the righteous judgment is this. If you do not have Jesus, you will be separated from God for eternity. But back to the Grammys, you had a lot of hurt, confused people there. You have a lot of hurt, confused people. And I tell you, the person right there, 
uh, uh, Kia from New Zealand, welcome. The person who said, Pastor Paul, don't worry about them. Just pray for them. I received that. I, I received that because that's truth. I received that because they're lost. Look at Genesis 9, 29. So all the days of Noah were 950 years and he died. God spared Noah. He spared Noah. Because why? He showed favor on Noah. He blessed Noah. While the whole earth was destroyed, God spared Noah and allowed him to live to a ripe old age. What's up with the scarf? Just to keep the neck warm because it is it is winter time in Arizona and me and Miss Debbie do not put on the heat. So I wear my scarf to keep my little neck warm. That's it. That's it. Now, if you're talking about the the uh, Middle Eastern, when I was uh, I was a Navy corpsman attached to the Marine Corps. Anytime we would be in situations uh, that were not conducive to to uh, uh, that, we just didn't need to be where we needed to be, or uh, maybe the weather, or just sunblock. There you go. That's what's up with the scarf. So I wear it because I like it around my, my neck. Keeps me, uh, love the scarf. Are you a veteran? Yes, I am a veteran. Yes. All right. You've heard it. I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be quiet about, the, well, I'm not going to be quiet about the Grammy, but the Grammys, hot mess, hot mess. Answer your question. Yes, I was a veteran. I uh, started off my military career. Um, I started off uh, joining the United States Navy. Uh, I ended up, uh, good morning. I ended up joining the Navy, me and my good friend at that time, joined the Navy to be Navy SEALs, BUDS, like every kid. And, uh, we applied for BUDS, basic underwater demolition, uh, uh, SEALs. And we both applied, got accepted. And, but when we got done with boot camp, I was what they call a non-rate. I got stationed on the USS Carl Vincent as a plane captain. Well, I stationed with a, a squadron, which was attached to the USS Carl Vincent. Um, I struck for corpsman. I get attached to the Marine Corps. And uh, from beginning in, I spent 12 years in. So that that's, yes, I am a veteran and, and praise God. Um, so there you go. Matter of fact, I, I should have write a book that the title of the book is I Didn't Become a Seal. Um, it, it, uh, that's a story within itself. I love to share one day. And, uh, I thank God, uh, as for my buddy, he did become a seal. Uh, he did 20 years. He lives in Florida. And so, uh, where's the coffee? Bam. There's the coffee. You didn't think I forgot my coffee. Did you? Come on now. You know how many people over the, this coffee cup, when I first started TikTok, a beautiful family from Kentucky sent me this coffee cup. Used to, people used to send me coffee, like bags of coffee and stuff. They don't do that anymore. Not that I'm begging because you don't need to do that. But uh, 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 people used to send me coffee and stuff. And I used to like, oh, my, my. But, uh, yep, here's the coffee. There you go. Thank you for your, thank you. Thank you. I, my service in the military was a, was a wonderful gig. I had, uh, uh, I'm from Kentucky, good people there. I had a great time in the military. I wouldn't trade that experience. I got uh, to travel uh, a lot of places and see some beautiful things. And was the military to me was a great experience. Um, uh, it just, but I knew as a little kid, I was going in the military. So it was, uh, uh, it was something that was good for me. So good morning, Pastor. Good morning, uh, Brandon, good morning. Would love to hear the story. How, well, next slide. Let's talk about that story. It's not a big deal. I mean, I, um, 
it's funny. I, I just I joined the I joined the Navy to be a Navy SEAL. That's what I wanted to do. I mean, I could. And it's interesting. So here here's the cool thing. Hey, here we go. I'm going to slip in the story anyway. Um, I was. It was interesting. L- l- okay, here we go. Let's 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 do a teaching. You have to be careful. Listen to me now. And if y'all want to spread this, this get people to listen because this is good. Be careful who you let speak in your life. Let me repeat that. Be careful who you let speak in your life. Let me tell you why. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. I had at my fingertips incredible resources. My mother and father did well for themselves. I could have attended any college that I wanted to. I, I could have did anything that I wanted to, but I lacked confidence. Let me repeat that. I lacked confidence. And because I lacked confidence, I sometimes would allow someone to speak in my life and I would take it to heart and fear would come over me and I would not achieve the goal. So I go back to saying, be careful who you let speak in your life. So here's the story. I won't mention his name because he was the one that became a Navy SEAL and I want to respect his privacy. So a young man that I went to grade school with, we were friends and we, we talked about joining the military. And basically we always pretend that we were frogmen. That's, you know, the, the Vietnam phrase for seals. And we, you know, we would, we would like, I mean, we're talking, folks, we're talking about being in fifth grade, just playing army, jumping over fences, creating obstacle courses on our, you know, motocross bikes, acting like, you know, we're special ops. And man, we would do this. I mean, in the heat of the summer in Phoenix, Arizona and Glendale, Arizona, this, this is what we would do. And so we were both above average athletes. We, we both could run. We both could swim. We both had this incredible ability and we would, we would encourage and challenge each other. Matter of fact, he, uh, he even went to uh, be uh, at our age group. I think it, we were in junior high and I think he became, I know he did, but in junior high, I think it was seventh grade, sixth grade, he became a golden glove champion, but we would fight each other. I wasn't, I wasn't in the box. I didn't go to golden glove. But my father taught me how to fight and man, him and I would spar and I would hold my own with him. And he was a golden glove champion. I, you know, I could hold my own. So what I'm trying to get there is we were, we were athletically, we were in tune uh, swimming, running, fighting, everything. And we were like that from like fifth grade. And so when we finally got to high school, we really got serious about our, our quest to join the Navy, to be Navy SEALs. We really got serious. And in the process, we had a friend who pl- we played football with, whose brother was a Navy recruiter right there in Glendale. And so when we got into our senior year, we both started and played football and, you know, we did pretty good. So we both said, well, we'll go over to Glendale community and, you know, walk on and play a little football. If it works out, we'll do it. If not, we'll, we'll both go into, to the Navy. Once again, my, my key point, be careful who you let speak into your life. So all these years from fifth grade, all the way now going into, to, uh, uh, junior college, 
the Navy, the Navy SEALs, BUDS, all that was the focus. And so we got over the Glendale and in all reality, we we were we were big fish at our high school, but we were little fish at the junior college level, meaning we weren't as good as we thought we were to play football. So we went down to the recruiting station one at a time. Uh, my buddy went and I went. And so what happened though, the first, and I, this part is all God. However, we both went separately and signed up. And so uh, my buddy's like, yeah, I signed up, man, where I'm going to go, you know, to my A school. And after A school, I'm going to Bud's and, you know, blah, blah. He goes, you do yours and we'll, we'll meet each other at Bud's and blah, blah, blah. So I went to sign up. And um, uh, Chief, I think it was Chief or Senior Chief, Senior Chief Wisner, who was the recruiter who our friend we played ball with, he uh, basically signed me up and he sent me, he goes, okay, we're going to send you as a non-rate. And good mo- good morning, Tracy. Uh, we're going to send you as a non-rate. And I, well, what does that mean? Well, you don't have an A school, but you're going as a non-rate. And then what you do is you'll strike for a job. I said, well, I want to be a, a SEAL. He said, well, you got to have a, you know, uh, uh, Naval enlistment code NEC first. Then, in case you you know uh, uh, fall out of buds or you know get whatever you don't make it, you got to have a job. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we both went in. And matter of fact, my buddy I think went in a week before me. Then I went in, and so we both went in and we went into boot camp. Well, in boot camp, that's where I got the opportunity. Not only did I go through traditional boot camp, and this was the '80s. The traditional boot camp, but I train with uh, team guys at night. So myself and my buddy would be out on the grinder after everybody was asleep. Bunch of us training with team guys, going through their you know their calisthenics, doing you know the mindset. They were getting us prepared, and I think they were either one or two things. They were getting us ready, and they were trying to weed us out at the same time. That was in boot camp. Uh, the swimming part, the running, all that went with it, and 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 praise be to God. We both excelled above measure. Once again, the starting of the story, be careful you let speak in your your heart. And so now it's time for us to leave boot camp. And um, at that point in time, we get our orders. Well, my buddy's orders was hall tech technician. Now, if you know anything about the Navy, hall tech technician is like a, a crummy job. It's like, why would you do that? But I know my buddy was thinking, I'm not gonna be a hall tech technician. I'm going to be in buds. That's just to get me to buds. So he picked the easiest job. I found out later that chief or senior chief Wisner chose that job for him because he was setting him up for success. Okay. Me, my orders were you're en route to a squadron at a place called NSA Lamore near Fresno, California. And you're going to be with the squadron. I'm like, okay, well, all right. What about an A school? Because remember, I didn't, I didn't sign up for the A school. I had to strike for it. So I ended up, my first set of orders was a squadron called VA-27, which that squadron was attached to uh, uh, the USS Carl Vincent, which you heard my story the other day about the Carl Vincent. And so I had to serve for one year with that squadron. So about eight months in, my counselor, who happened to be from Arizona, my naval enlistment counselor on the ship, said, hey, it's time for you to start thinking about what job. I said, well, what jobs do the SEALs need? He says, well, they need corpsmen. Right, okay, so... Corman, I'll be a corpsman. That's that what it takes. So I, within the year, I ended up going to Balboa Hospital for my training as a corpsman. So in core school, now my buddy Derek, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say his name. My buddy, now at this point, 
is a full-blown seal trident wearing the whole works he's that guy he's the real deal blah 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 and so i'm like that's my motivation okay so i get orders and i go to a corman school in san diego and then at that point after corman school or doing corman school they said okay how many of you uh, would like to go to the marines so, because you remember the Marine Corps is a department of the Navy and we support them financially and medically. And I said, well, will that help me be a SEAL? And the guy's like, yeah, that, you know, the training you're going to get with them, then you go to BUDS, you'll be in better shape. Okay, cool. So that'd be great. So I went to Fleet, Fleet, Fleet Marine Force training. Once again, getting my application in to go to BUDS and then all that cool stuff. So always training. Thank you so much. Always training, working out, so on, et cetera. When I finished up Fleet Marine Force, I have to go through a rotation at Balboa Hospital. Okay, so I go through my rotation at Balboa Hospital and still I have my application in for BUDS. I'm, I'm getting ready physically, spiritually, mentally, the whole works. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. And matter of fact, I'm told, I don't know how true this is, um, I, if I would have made it, I would have been uh, the, number, the number three or number four black seal. Now, you know, I don't care about color, but you need to know that that's, you know, it is what it is. I'd have been number three or number four black seal. So I, I get down with my corpsman training. I go to Fleet Marine Force. I come back to do my rotation at Balboa Hospital and I get to know an older gentleman, Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery, who was a prior Navy SEAL in Vietnam. All right. And I respected this man. I didn't like him, but I respect him. I didn't like him because he was hard. He was tough on us. He was very transparent. He just told you like it is. And one day, back to my original point, don't let anybody speak in your spirit. I remember one day he looked at me. He said, Abram, come here. I said, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. He had a trident on his chest and he was Lieutenant. Matter of fact, he, 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 after Vietnam, he got out, went back to school and then came back in as a nurse. So here's a SEAL and came back in as a nurse, Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery. If you're out there, Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery, praise God. And so uh, um, he comes and goes, Abram, come here. I said, yeah, sir. He goes, you'll never be a SEAL. And I remember looking at him like, why would you say that? You, you don't have what it takes. And I remember going back to my, my, my dorm, barrack, whatever you want to call it. And that really hit me. You don't have what it takes. And in my head, I'm like, you don't know me. I can, I, I, I've got the academic ability. I've got the ability to swim. I've got the ability to do A, B, or C. And when he told me that, it affected me. To the point that I resigned my application to go to BUDS. It affected me to the point that I retracted my application to go to BUDS, to be a SEAL. Now, looking back in retrospect, God was in this. But at the time, I couldn't see that. And I remember resenting. Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery from that point on out. I think I was around him for another year. I went back with the Marines. 
And I remember asking myself all the time, could I have done it? Could I have made it? And I remember just, just continuously questioning myself, but you know what it really was? The confidence I lacked growing up. All the people telling me when I was younger, you're not smart enough, you're not good looking enough, you're not this, you're not that, and so on, etc. Even though, thank you, thank you, thank you. Even though I had every opportunity to do whatever I wanted to do in this world, but I, I, I allow my, my confidence, I allow my insecurities, I allow that to harness my motivation. And when Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery, and even now I can get emotional about it, but when Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery said, you'll never be a SEAL. I joined in 1982. I departed in 1983. I was in fleet remote. Somebody's asking a question. I was at, at uh, uh, Camp Pendleton in 19, end of 84, right into 85. Then back to Camp Pendleton, uh, 86, and then spent the rest of my career there. I allow my insecurities I allowed the, the, the echo chamber of people who dismissed me, who, who, you know what I mean. And when Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery said, you'll never be a SEAL, I let that affect me. I even frequent. Hang on, I gotta let my puppy out. Just a second. Oh, never mind. She's she going out. I served my time in the military. I left with with uh, an honorable discharge. I served well, but that was always in the back of my heart. Over in Oceanside, did you know a, is that Sa? I don't know that name. Oh, G2 here. Amen. I never could let that go. Matter of fact, when I got, when I started having my kids, I would always take my son over to Coronado. We'd sit right there, Coronado Beach, and watch the SEALs train. And I remember just, there were times I almost wanted to rejoin just to try. But I remember the great takeaway is this. Don't let anyone. Now, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm reluctant to tell you this. All right? No, don't know him. No. Hey. That's an interesting story. Watch this. So you, you, you talk about first more debt. Watch this. You ready for this? I'm adopted. What? This is crazy. I'm adopted. 
My biological brother, who I just met here in the last 10 years, was, for, was, 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 was with the first Marines. My biological brother. And never knew it. Okay, back to the, to the finishing this. I look back now, and God had a plan. He had a plan. I know that now. But I had to go. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I'm a little I'm not even no, I'm not even gonna tell the title. But I have been reading a book about a gentleman who and go, folks, ethnicity doesn't mean anything here, but it, it you have to understand in the context of this story, it was important to me. But I've been reading a book about a gentleman who became the 36th in the 90s black seal. Ethnicity is not the issue here. However, as I read his book, he, he, as I read his book, he is dealing with the same insecurities, the same fears, the same uh, struggles, but he overcame it by getting his mind right. I allowed Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery to speak into my heart and I allowed him to influence me to the point that I did not achieve. Pastor Paul, when you were in Camp Pendleton, did you ever come in contact with any of the Marines? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. In the soil, training, operations, even surfed with them right there at Camp Pendleton. Absolutely. But back to what I'm saying here. I allowed him to influence me. And I've been reading this book. And I just started reading this book here in the last couple months. But he overcame it by making his mind up. This is what I'm going to do. Now, what does this all mean as a pastor speaking to y'all? We need to hang on. All right, got my son pulled up. You might be going through something in life right now that is difficult. You might be struggling in your relationship with the Lord. You might be faltering in your Christian walk. But when are you going to make your mind up that you're going to be a disciple of Christ? When are you going to make your mind up to be serious about your word? When are you going to make your mind up that you're going to honor the Lord with your, with, with, with your mind, body, and soul? See, that story I just shared with you is the illustration for your Christian walk. See, all of you, like me, you might have your Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery. And he, he might be telling you, you're not worthy enough. You're not good enough. You have the inability. Uh, I do have a friend, African-American man, uh, East Coast. Amen. You know what? I, I got I to follow my guy here. Hang on. I got to follow my guy here. Let me back up. Special Force 20. I got to follow my guy. U.S. Navy. We're going to former. Okay. I just follow my guy there. That's, that's, that's. Friend, 
Special Force 23 just followed you. Just followed you. Just followed you. But my point is this. Why are you letting that person speak into your heart when the Lord said you are fearfully and wonderfully made? You get where I'm going? When the Lord paid the price in full for our souls on the cross, why are you listening to what the world says? Hey, brother, uh, I, I shouldn't. This gentleman's good. All right. John Cohen. Does that name ring a bell? Special Force 23. John Cohen. Chief Cohen. Does that does that ring a bell? That's not the guy I'm talking about. It's another friend of mine. I'm, I've got, got a few friends that are uh, uh, ops guys. However, I'm going to get in contact with you, though. Why are you letting people tell you what your worth is when Jesus went to the Christ, cross for your worth? Why are you letting people tell you what you can't do when the scripture says, I can do all things through Christ? Why are you letting someone limit you Ooh, that's ooh, R. Garcia. That sounds very familiar. Oh, that sounds very familiar. Oh, hey, I like that cowboy hat. You know, I'm I'm trying to. My, my wife's all in. I'm getting me a cowboy hat, folks. Got my got my little boots. Got my little boots. Got my cool little jeans. I'm gonna get my cowboy hat, but. Let's get back. I'm sorry. I, you know, squirrel. Why are you letting people that bring no value to your life? Why you let them speak into your life? See, as I look back in retrospect, the Lord had a plan for me. He had a plan for me. And that plan was not to go to buds. It wasn't to be a seal. It was to preach the gospel. His plan for me was was to share the word. That was his plan for me. His plan for my friend was different. His plan for you might be different. But do not allow people (laughs) that you're a cowboy. Do not allow people to speak in your life because People do not bring you value. If you identify with Christ, that's all the value you need. If you are a child of God and you identify yourself as a child of God, that's all you need. Take it from a man who's 60 years old. Going to be 60 in March. Take it from me. That's all you need. And while I can still get emotional about that story with Lieutenant J.G. Montgomery, while I can think about sometimes, I don't even watch shows that have seals in it and stuff. I I don't. I just don't even watch them anymore because I find myself like... But, amen, being a soldier for Christ is far better and and not only is it far better, it's what I'm called to do. There you go. That's I didn't mean to share that story this morning, but I, 
I made a few friends this morning. I, I'm excited about that. All right, let me let me answer a few questions and then I will get out of your hair. 25 just joined the military, slightly worried about jobs. Well, you know what? This is my only advice that I Pastor Paul is in is is my guy. Love my awesome brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, this is my only suggestion in the military. Choose something that you can use if you decide to get out. Save your money. Don't run and get married right away. Put your money away, okay? Give, give to the ministry, right? Do your tithe and offering, but save your money. You got to remember, you got a place. They're providing you a place to sleep. They're giving you some food, all right? You, you got to buy your uniforms, all that stuff, but save your money. You you should be putting away at least, at least seven or $800 at the minimum per month, all right? And last but not least, number three, last but not least, get your education while you're in. Get your education while you're in. Don't mess around. All right? So let me repeat that. Do something that transitions into military, meaning if you get your education and you're doing something you're going to do when you get out, that's your experience. All right? Don't pick some stupid job. And not not any job. That's not nice to say. Everything is valuable in the military. But pick something that you can transition from your military career into civilian life. Number two, save your money. You think about it. Let's just for kicks. If you put $1,000 away per year, in four years, you'll have $48,000. Think about it. Maybe you put more away. Think about it. You'll walk out with $48,000. Now, if you if you do that and you get your education, what if you got your bachelor's degree that lined up with what you're doing? Or maybe you don't want to go to college, but you perfect your job. You, 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 you become the expert. So when you transition, let's say you do four years and you transition right out of the military into a job, you, you don't even skip a beat. I was a corpsman. I've had a medical job from the very beginning. The day I walked out of the military, I took, I think, a month off to do nothing, and I walked right into a job because of my background. Even my background till today has got landed me to the jobs because I'm in the medical field. So those are the three. Uh, my son is now Norfolk, now Aviation Electronics, AT, on the Seahawk. Oh, I love it. I love it. I was on the call, Vincent. So that was, uh, there you go. But there you go. Pick a job. That you can use in the civilian community. Save your money and get your education. Now that might be a degree, but the education doesn't necessarily mean, you know, a degree. It can mean like I'm going to, because I'm going to give you something here. Little old man to speak into you right here. Okay. You all are without excuse. If you got access to a computer or an iPad, you can learn anything you want. Anything off YouTube was homeless for a year as a result. Oh, so you know what I mean. Uh, you can learn anything. So let's say that you get in the military. Our brother there said his son, uh, avionics, electron- aviation electronics. Let's say he is, uh, what did it say? He is on the Harry S. Truman. Oh, amen. So let's say that aviation electronics. Now he's probably going to get a job, no problem getting out. But let's say that he said, you know what? I'm going to study everything. I'm going to perfect my knowledge of this. I'm going to get it so down pat that when he steps out of the military, 
He says, this is my certificate, A, B, C, D, and he can name it all off. This is my experience. Boom, sign here. We need you. Because people don't pay you. People pay you for what you know. If you know something and you got it and you got some 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 data to support that you've learned it and you've got the experience here, sign here. We're going to pay you what you want. I'm, if y'all, if you're in the military, if that's what you're going to do, do please do that. Do those things. Pick something that you can transition to civilian life. Number two, save your money. Don't be like them idiots. Oh, we're going there. We're going to go in this and blow my money. No, no, save your money. Save your money. Put your little money in the bank. Don't, don't, don't spend it. Don't think you need to buy everything. Save your money. Like I said, you put a seven hundred at a minimum. Put a thousand. Put more. If it's a thousand a month, that's twelve thousand a year, forty-eight thousand. But let's say you decide fifteen hundred. You do the math. And last but not least, get your education. That that's it. There you go. However, I've met many men and women, mostly men that got out of the military and their bank account was the same amount they had when they came in. Zero. Not bad folks, but they just did not manage themselves well. Had a lot of telling me my military experience didn't count. Yep, and there's a lot of people do it, but it's not necessarily the military experience. So my military experience gave me the ability to be a corpsman. So my medical experience counted. I just happened to get it from the military. Okay, you see where I'm going? And nowadays, I'm very blessed. Uh, uh, I've historically worked for companies that appreciated my military background, but it was the education I got. So when you go in the military, don't sit back and, you know, it's a vacation for four years, eight years, whatever time you're in. Don't do that. Use your time wisely. Now, though, the only regret, I'm going to give you all, how many are on here? Good. I'm sharing some good nuggets with y'all this morning. This is the only regret I have about the military. You ready? Y'all want to hear my only regret? I'm giving y'all something here right now. Anybody want to hear my only regret about the military? Anybody want to hear what I, my only regret? Uh, I want to share it with you. Anybody want to hear my only regrets about the military? Here we go. I didn't do 20 years. That's y'all. I struggle with that today. I wish I did 12. Eight more years. Why did you only do 12, Pastor Paul? Because I was an idiot. Because I was an idiot. That's the only regret. Now, did I did I have some education when I get up? Yep. Did I have some money saved when I get up? Yep. Did I pick a job? Yes, I did. And that was by the grace of God. Oh, what's after 20? Well, back in my day, I don't know if it's changed, but back in my day, if you did 20s, watch this, you could also join the government and buy your years to retire early. Mm-hmm. Thought it's crossed my mind. But here we go. After 20 years, you get your retirement. Dollars. So if I would have did that 20 years, I would have been getting X amount of dollars per month for the rest of my life. Now, if I'd have done that, 
I'd have been in ministry like from the get go. The moment the Lord would have called me, I would have looked at Miss Debbie and said, you know, X amount of dollars coming. I'm going full time ministry. And I would have focused. However, I didn't do that. But as for you who are joining or in. Use the three points that I've given you, because if you join at 18, you do the math. If you do, the, if you join at 18, what's 20 years after 18? Well, how old would you be in 20 years? If you're 18 years old and you do 20 years, how old will you be? Who's going to give me that math? Amen. How many? How old would you be? If you eight, 38, 38 years old, retiring from the military with a pension coming. Let's say your pension. We'll, we'll lowball. Let's say your pension is 3000 a month, 2000, a little 2000 a month. You're 38 years old and your pension is $2,000 a month. You got your education. You put some money in the bank and you, or you picked a job that transitioned to civilian life. You put some money in the bank and you got your education at 38 years old. I don't care if you went in 20, 21. You're still a young person. Add 20, 41. You're still young. You got a little money in the bank. You got your education. Now, all of this, seek ye the kingdom of God and his rights and all this will be given to you. Get God first, but then take advantage of that military. 38 years old, got money in the bank, got your education and walk into another career. And let's say you go into another career at 38. Okay, so 38 add 20. How old is that? What's 38 add 20 more years? I know the map, but I want to see if y'all are listening to me. How many? What is it? Come on, somebody. If I'm 38 years old and you add 20, what is that? Freddie Holland, the name sounds familiar. Okay, 58 years old. All right? I'm 59 right now. I'll be 60 in March. 58 years Man, you know if there was a check coming in every month, two, three thousand dollars a month right now because I did my 20 years. Come on. As for Freddie, that name sounds, oh my, 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 it sounds so familiar. But folks, there's a lot of guys I met, loved. Most of the guys I knew in the military, I don't even I've not seen, I've not heard of, I don't know. Uh, but that name sounds pretty familiar. That's a, that's a common name, Holland at the end, but I can know. So forgive me if I don't remember. But think about it. 58 years old and you got a check coming in. How many of you right now, if you did your 20 years, a 2000 a month check coming in every month would really help you? Somebody asked me, did I see Sam Sam Smith, the name of the song Unholy? He nailed it. He's unholy. That was a shame. That was the whole talk today. The 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 immoral acts of the whole show. Even Jay-Z sitting at the table with all that food, uh, trying to emulate the Last Supper. That was a mess. People talking about my truth. Thank you so much, my truth. That was a mess. The immorality, that was all a mess. All right, I, I talked about that earlier. However, let me get back. Think about Pastor Paul, can you do lives each day or a Bible study? My wife has been on me about it. We, we're going to get it started. All right, but let's get back. How many of you, if you did your 20 years, wait, what? What happened with Jay-Z? Jay-Z's a hot mess. However, if you did your 20 years and $2,000 a month was coming in because you did your 20 years, wouldn't that be a blessing? It would have been me. That's the only regret I have. That's the only regret. All right, 
I'm gonna close with this because I, I know some people just got on. Uh, 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 I just watched the last two episodes of The Chosen at, at the theater. Now that's the way to watch it. Don't get me wrong, TV's just good, but at the theater would be cool. Hey, Amen. Um, I I talked about the Grammys because the Grammys was just a how I don't know how long it was on an hour, two hours, whatever it was, was just. I'll just throw a number out there. It was two hours of a group of people who are morally bankrupt. Miss you, brother. Just just two hours or whatever it was, an hour and a half, three hours, whatever, of just the demonic presence was so intense you could have cut it with with a knife. The satanic presence, the demonic presence, the 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 the, the 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 just the symbolism was so satanic it was absolutely a shame and there are people that came on this app saying oh you're you're exaggerating i think you're making a little too much out of it folks i i had to turn it off it, when it got to the part when i watched that clown sam i was like i'm done I happened to be in the room. I heard something. I came back out and my wife was turning TV. Uh, she was, something was going on with the TV. So she had to make sure turn, and it came back on. And then when I walked in there, Jay-Z with his wine at the, the table. And, 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 and I, I can't help but discern that he was trying to emulate or imitate uh, the Last Supper. So, oh, that's a stretch. That wasn't a stretch. They know what they're doing. There's an agenda. There's an agenda. And they, each one of them, and the only reason I watched it, we have a, a friend, uh, 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 Lamb. You know who it was. I'm not mentioning names. You, 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 you know they came to the church, said they were going to the Grammys. So me and Miss Debbie wanted to see if they were there. We wanted to see if they were there and that we saw them. So we we waited till we saw them, but the, it wasn't a problem. The thing is, I saw so much demonic ugliness that uh, 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 it was just it was just too much. It was, it was, it was too much. It was too much. However, for Christian folks, we got some work to do. There's some people we need to pray for. We need to encourage our young people that that right there is wrong. The things that were coming out of their mouth was wrong. The, the things that they represent was wrong. And, 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 and with all that being said, we need to pray for that collective lost group in that room and the agenda that's being pushed through them. But mark my word, you're going to hear this right now. Who, oh, uh, uh, um, you know who I'm talking about. They were at the church. Lamb, they were at the church. But, But here we go. Listen to me. Listen to me. Most of those people, five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, watch what happens to them. Watch. Especially, especially those who mock God, outright mocked God. Watch what happens. God is not to be played with. Mark my word. We don't play with God. And people in that room 
disregarded their creator. They turned their nose up at him. They were stiff-necked. They, 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 they were terrible. So with all that being said, with all that being said, you got to keep them in prayer. Come on. What do you say? Lucifer learned that the hard way. Amen. Well, y'all, let me get off of here. I got I to gotta take care of some things. Um, let me get in prayer. We're going to be on here and do a Bible study. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get a subject and we'll get going. Hey, I want to thank y'all. Thank you so much for, for, uh, 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 I thought God was the only one to judge. Oh, so you want me to respond to that? Let me back up. Let me back up to this. Let me back up to this. Who is this? Hang on. Let me, let me look at this. Jonah, Jonah, Jonah. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm discerning. See, this is the problem, folks. Right, let's break that down real quick before I go. We'll give you a couple minutes. See, the, the, you're taking that judgment out of context because I'm not in the position to judge unto condemnation. Hear me out. I'm not in a position. Why? Because I can't judge unto condemnation because why? I should have been condemned. But God showed me mercy. Why? Because I'm a sinner. But I can discern why does the scripture say, I think it's in 2 Timothy 3.16. It says all scripture is inspired by God. Right? And what does it say? And it is profitable for reproof. Or I should say it's profitable for doctrine and reproof. Correction, instruction unto righteousness. Now, when I look at the scripture, I'm not judging. When I look at the scripture, the scripture tells me that the lifestyle that they were displaying on the TV is wrong. I'm not judging. Even, even the Lord said, I didn't come to condemn you. You are condemned already. I'm not judging. I'm discerning. Because if I judge unto condemnation, I can't do that because I'm a sinner come short of the glory of God, but I've been saved by grace. But guess what? When I look at that scripture and I read the scripture, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction into righteous, unto righteousness. So when I'm able to discern what is right and wrong, I'm not judging, I'm discerning. Let's break that down. Uh, 2 Timothy 3.16. Let's break that down. If I'm in an area where I'm driving and I stop at a stoplight and I see that the area is sketchy, when I lock the doors, am I judging? No, I am discerning the area is sketchy, so I'm taking the necessary precautions to protect myself and those that are in my car. That's discerning. I discern as I watched the Grammys last night that there was a demonic presence. Now, you could call me out by saying that Madonna's an idiot. You can call me out on that. That's, that's, that's judging. I didn't judge her into condemnation, but that's not polite. But I am discerning the demonic presence presence and it was completely there so don't think i'm judging i'm discerning make sure you get that right and this person said it right there discernment given through what the holy spirit
What did Madonna do? Well, I just think her words of encouraging the uh, poor behavior that they call a rebellious spirit. She said, well, if you're in this industry and she listed off a, a, a number of things that lead to a rebellious heart. And basically she says, and we celebrate that. So I'm not judging. I'm discerning. Okay. I got to get going. All right, everybody. Yeah, the, the Sam Smith performance. Me, matter of fact, when that performance came on, I'm sitting on the couch with Miss Debbie, right? And we're looking at it. And, and, and I can see out of the corner of my eye her. And we're like this. And I know in my mind, I can't speak for Miss Debbie, but in my mind, I'm like, are are they serious? They're, they're not even hiding this anymore. The name of the song is Unholy. And the, the 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 flames, the red light, the dress, you know, how they were dressed and what the, the girls were doing to him, and then the girl in the cage who who identifies himself as 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 a, a transgender person. And all of a sudden me and Miss Debbie were like, and all of a sudden, I I I at the same time both of us were like this. It was like that guy on TikTok. You ever see that t- guy on TikTok? He he explains why certain things work, and he goes, "I think he goes, what? I think he does that. I'm not. I'm. I think he says it. What? I think he does. However, I can't remember. But we were like that. We were like, and it might have been. We should have did. That. We were like, we should have went. What? We were amazed at what we saw. We were amazed, amazed, but I'm just discerning. But like my brother said earlier, yep. Father God, I pray for each individual that was at that award show. I pray for the lost souls that, 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 that condone unholiness, that sing about it. I pray for them. I pray, Father God, that you would just have mercy on them. For Lord, they do not know what they do, but Lord, they are they are being used as pawns by Satan. And I pray for them. Lord, I pray that you would save their souls. I, I pray, Father God, that, that you would just reveal yourself to them, that they would turn from their wicked ways and serve you, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Father, I pray for them. Father, I just, just, my heart was heavy when I went to bed, as you know, and I prayed last night. But Father, I pray for us as Christians that you would just give us the spirit of discernment, that you give us the ability to look through the mess, to see for, for what it is. And I pray that you would just bless us, that you would put your hedge of protection around us, not only us, our children, our grandchildren. Father, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy, your blessings. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, everybody. God bless you. Hope we hope we had a, 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 a good morning this morning. I hope this was helpful. I know we, we, we covered a lot of subjects, but God bless you. May the Lord watch over you. May he bless you. May he keep you. 
And I just uh, thank God for all of you. Have a great day. Take care.